0: Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Hello, Tallahassee, and welcome. God bless you all for tuning in to the Stone Builders Hour. We're a unique faith and family talk show sharing the good news with you and loved ones while building healthy relationships. Yes. Now, last week, we shared the seven holy days with a focus on the first two, Passover and the unleavened bread. Mm-hmm. Now, this week, we'll concentrate on the next two, named the first fruits and Pentecost.
1: Wow, that is interesting. I wonder what we mean by first fruits. But Psalms 24, 1 says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein we're looking forward to upcoming holy days in fact we're getting ready to celebrate yeah. passover i believe it's good we'll talk about that april the 9th but as stated last week the bible mentions seven holy days known as feasts or festivals they are passover unleavened bread first fruits pentecost trumpets tabernacles Purim, boy, a lot of uh, Purim,
0: (laughs) they're from the north and south,
1: (laughs) and the Day of Atonement. Of those eight, because I mentioned eight, seven are commanded in the Mosaic Law. Passover is not considered really a feast, it leads into the Feast of the Unleavened Bread. But today, our goal is to share the first fruits in Pentecost, what it signifies for God's people. How and when to celebrate it And I love First Fruit So yes. trust that everyone will be listening in Also, now you can listen to our past shows And last week's show on iTunes Google Music TuneIn SoundCloud And Spotify
0: Well, uh, we're going to get started on First Fruits and Pentecost But before we get started uh, We got some farm share announcement The last Several days last Wednesday, yes, uh, we did a farm share with the Leon County School District uh, at Rob Middle School, yes, uh, which was like wow, totally awesome. Uh, we made sure that uh, we had protective gear on, our face masks and gloves, and kept distances between the uh, the the volunteers and the passengers who, who drove up, and uh, because of that. There was no walk up and we did the same thing. Farm Share again. We partnered with uh, Life Deliverance Church uh, mm-hmm. over on Jim Lee. That was awesome. And again, yes. we had no walk up uh, because we want to keep uh, not only families safe, but we want to keep the volunteers safe too. True. And praise God. But we got a couple more coming up. Matter of fact, this Saturday, this Saturday, April the 4th, uh, Farm Share is partnering with Save Our Youth. Gatston. Their motto is Together We Can Do It. And uh, this is being hosted at the Patches Skating Rink. Now, I didn't, I've never been out there before, but I understand it's a lively place. Okay. That's Patches Skating Rink on 405 South Shepherd Street there in Quincy. And that again, that's April the 4th. Between 11 and 2 o'clock. Now, if you want to volunteer, we ask you to get there a little bit earlier. If you do, bring a face mask and some gloves uh, because, again, this is a drive-through only, no walk-up. I'm sorry, folks, there's no walk-up. So, everyone has to stay in your car. We ask you just open up your trunk or your side door, keep your windows up uh, as you drive through. And that is to say, now, if you want to have more, uh, if you want to volunteer or you want more details, Contact Larry and Janice Harris-Simmons, and you can reach them at 850-274-8201. And also, mark your calendar again uh, next Wednesday, April the 8th. Not the next Wednesday, but the following Wednesday, Wednesday. Be April the 8th. Uh, Farm Share, again, is partnering with the Leon County School District, and they will be at Canopy Oaks Elementary School. And uh, uh, that time hasn't been decided yet, but just get there early in the morning because we have run out of food at uh, the, both occasions that we were at. So uh, praise God uh, mm. th- th- that to be able to help people because folks are hurting right Amen. now. Yes. Because it's- of loss of jobs, the economy. The whole c- COVID Dash nineteen, COVID
1: And also, uh, we, uh, I do think uh, when viruses come from certain locations, they came from Wuhan, it is the, known as the Wuhan virus as well, or the coronavirus has really put a damper on our economy. So we're trying to support those causes with uh, providing the distribution of food uh, to those that are in need. Yes,
0: indeed. So, um,
1: but stay tuned. Uh, we will be right back to speak on the first fruits, and it's interesting that we're doing first fruits during this segment. Praise God. <laughs> My name is Anne-Marie Baker, and I used to have severe, excruciating right arm and neck pain. Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort, and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again.
2: At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build Build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you vast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state of the art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for a better, healthier future today. Call 402 9061. That's 402 9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com.
1: Guess who? It's me, Elder J.C., asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at welivingstones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax-deductible.
2: Man, what did you get on that math test? Dude, I failed it. I got an F. Bro, it was kind of hard, but I gotta be on it. I thought I knew the answers, but I missed some days from school. Are you sick? Nah, just didn't feel like coming. Look, man, every day you miss school, you fall further behind in your classes. You miss information that help you pass quizzes and tests. It's important that you come to school. Don't become a statistic. When you skip school, you miss out on your potential. For more information, contact the Leon County Schools Office of Prevention, Intervention, Equity, and Services at 487-7306. We're back. Yes. And...
0: We're ready to dwell into the concept of first fruits mm. that derive from God's creation work. The concept of first fruit is rooted in biblical times when people lived in a Garyan society. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone were farmers. Yes. And no factories back then. That's true. Everyone knew how to grow. They have blisters on their hands, <laughs> probably no, on their feet, too. No modern equipment. Praise God. Harvest time was significant because that was when the farmers had poured their labor into their crops all year long. And they finally began to pay off harvest time. Mm-hmm. They were literally reaping what they sowed. In Leviticus 23, 10 states... When you come into the land, which I give you a reapest harvest, then you shall bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priests mm, very interesting it's awesome.
1: and we always celebrated our first fruits by always uh, when we were in our business by always uh, tithing off the first fruits of our labor yes. so it is important to do that but God called his people to bring the first crop yield first fruits from their harvest to him as an offering this was to demonstrate the Israelites' ooh, what's that word? Obedience Uh-oh. and reverence for God. It also showed that they trusted God to provide enough crops to feed their family. Back then, there were plenty of rules with making first fruit sacrifices. First fruits, whether crops, honey, wine, animals, had to be brought to the temple priests. No other crops could be harvested until after the first fruits were presented, which was a complex process. The Hebrew word for first fruit is bikerim, literally translated promise to come. That's almost like a promise loan, huh? (laughs) You you, you bring (laughs) what? Or uh, grant. grant, grant (laughs) The Israelites saw these first fruits as an investment into their future. God told them that if they brought their first fruits to him, he would bless all that came afterwards. And it's interesting, even from the beginning, Abel and Cain knew about first fruits. They sure did. Because Abel brought, he was the, uh, he had the sheep, and he picked one that was unblemished, perfect to the Lord, and the Lord accepted his offering. But see, sometimes we try to be slick Mm -hmm. And Cain didn't pick the best. He was the farmer in the family. He didn't give God the best. And therefore, he uh, became irreverent. And actually, we know the story. He killed
0: his brother. We're going to go in a little bit detail about that story later on.
1: But in Exodus 23, 16 through 17, uh, and the feast of harvest, the first fruits of your labors, which you have shown in the field, and the feast of uh, what they called in gathering at the end of the year when you have gathered in the fruit of your labors from the fields three times in the year all your males shall appear before the Lord God so this was a custom uh, yes. a tradition um, th- we talk about um, all of the other kind of holidays and but these are the days that God is ex- expecting us to uh, Brever.
0: Praise God. We have we're gardeners. Yes, we, we have are. grown just about everything and uh, except fruit trees. Well we have fruit trees where we maintain them, but this is going to be our first season where we're actually going to plant some lemon trees and some berries and things of that nature. And we intend to give our first fruit to the community, as we always have. You know, we'll pick a couple families and we'll just go ahead here, taste it. And tell us what you think. Praise God! Right. <laughs> but you know, Proverbs three nine says, "Honor the Lord with your wealth, with mm-hmm. the first fruits of all your crops—not just a single crop, but all your crops." And that's why you said the honey. You know, you got the uh, the, the the dough, the wheat. Mm-hmm. It goes through all the crops, and we see the term first fruits." Initially mentioned in the book of Exodus, Mm -hmm. when Moses is leading God's people out of captivity in Egypt, God instructed the Israelites to give up the first of their crops so that they could understand the value of God's blessing. Through the first five books of the Bible, Moses brings up the idea 13 times. Mm-hmm. And that's because it was a central concept for his people to understand. So sometimes you don't get it one time. Sometimes you do get it two times. But 13 times he had to remind until so people could understand. First fruits are mentioned, you know what, throughout the Bible. And it's yes, even referenced sir. in the New Testament. In the New Testament, the term first fruit, it takes on a very important symbolic meaning. And that's true. And you talk about we're stiff
1: necked people and hard-headed.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, normally,
1: me. it takes seven times for <laughs> that you tell someone over and over for them to get it. But he said, how many? Thirteen. So they had to repeat themselves. But in 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty. Paul writes, But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that sleep, slept. So Jesus was God's first fruits, his one and only son and the best that humanity had to offer. God gave Jesus up for us in the same way that we sacrifice the best we have for him. Hence, first fruits.
0: Praise God
1: what started as a, uh, excuse me what started as a specific instruction for bringing crops to the temple priest, to the temple priests was expanded later on in scripture. It no longer refers to literal fruit. first fruits mean any income wealth or blessings that a Christian has received over the course of the year. And that's why I mentioned that when we were in business and we have our, we we would receive a contract and say that was our first contract. We'd actually would tithe off of that first contract as our first fruits. Praise God. And we know that part of this is, is for as uh, in Adam all die, even so in Christ, all shall be made alive that's why God offered up his son as the first fruits but each one in his own order Christ the first fruits afterwards those who are Christ who are coming when Christ comes back so we will be those first fruits when he returns then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father when he puts an end to all rule and all authority and power for he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. Mm. So it's pretty evident that he will do the putting down mm. and he will be the ruler. So are we paying attention mm. to the holy days, mm. to the holy feast, because mm. he has an expectation when he returns that we will be following his order. Oh, he's gonna come back slicing Whoa. and
0: dicing. Whoa. <laughs> oh, God. Lord, let me be in yes. that number. <laughs> let me be in that number. So, in general, the law ordered that the first ripe fruits, vegetables, wine, honey, cakes should be offered in God's house, and and that's supported in uh, Exodus twenty two twenty nine. Thou shalt not delay. Shall offer the first of thy ripe fruits, and of thy liquors, and firstborn of thy sons, shall thou give unto me. Oh, he wanted that liquor and the wine. Praise God. God. And in twenty three nineteen, the first of the first fruit of thy land, thou shalt bring into the house of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not see a kid in his mother's milk. And in thirty four twenty seven. He talks about, and the Lord said unto Moses, write thou these words, for after the tenor of these words have made a covenant with thee and with Israel, Mm -hmm. and that covenant is forever and ever.
1: And he said that from the beginning.
0: So let's not
1: think that God forgot about what he said in the beginning. He said that from the
0: beginning. Yes said that I come to fulfill yes. not to change. So it was an act of allegiance to the Almighty as the giver of all things. And no exact quantity, you know, was commanded. He didn't say you needed two, three, or a dozen or a baker's dozen. He is to it was left up to your spiritual and moral sense of each other. And that's why Cain got in trouble. But
1: it was supposed to be your best, and yes. I think that's what God is always looking for—not the effort we put into it, not how we're doing it, but that when that harvest comes, that we present Him with the very best. Romans eleven sixteen says, "If the part of the dough offered as first fruits is holy, then guess <laughs> what? The whole batch is holy." It's
0: holy praise God. If
1: the root is holy so are the branches hmm. in our time what does first fruits look like yeah how do you determine how when how much you should give as a first fruit offering and a lot of it i know for me i base it on tithing so it would be a tenth
0: this is you going to give more than a yeah
1: tenth. you can yeah. you can and we have because if if, if we you don't give, have a tenth just give something yes because God's looking for your best and he knows just as the woman with the might that's all she had and she gave it all this is going to look different for every person in each season here are a few steps you can take to help get started in the right direction pray pray that's always the number one thing if your goal is obedience to God it can only it only makes sense that you would first go to him in prayer ask him And a lot of times we don't do that. Ask him what you should do with your money and resources. Listen to what he says, because God does hear your prayer and he does give you a response, not in the the thunder and the lightning, but with the still, small voice. Prepare. God calls us to be good stewards of the blessings he gives us. That means knowing what we're able to give and when have a plan in place for your offering yes. approach each harvest time with an open mind and a generous heart. Cause one of the things just following up with the contracts we have, sometimes if we got a contract that was a little bit different, we would go ahead and make offerings or first fruits on those contracts. So if we got two in a year, we gave two, two first fruits. That's, right. that's yeah. in addition to our normal tithing. Praise so God. I just um and one of the things. Yeah. One of the things that I wanted to mention is James 1, 18 through 27. I'm not gonna read all of it, but just a part of it. It says at 18, of his own will begat he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. That's why it's important to pray. That's why it's important to prepare because you want to know what it is we're doing. Wherefore, my in 19, wherefore my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. And I think that's when we're talking about preparing. What is it with an open mind? What are we going to be doing for the Lord? For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. And if we jump down to 22, I'll end with this, but it says, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. So sometimes we say, Oh, well, we don't have to give this, or Oh, we don't have to do this. But God has an expectation of you doing it and giving it with an open heart. Because what do they say? God loves a cheerful, cheerful giver.
0: Not one with a fry. Mm. Praise God. So, you know what's next is prioritize. Yep. The whole idea behind a first fruit gift is to put God first. I believe it. That may be donating your first paycheck of the year to the church or a nonprofit. Yes. Yeah. It may mean that you put this donation first in your budget. Just make sure that you're prioritizing God in your finances. And the next thing was the the priority is to get know know where you are going to give the funds to the food to Mm. the car, the jewelry. Yes. First fruits. If there's a specific fund at your church, you want to contribute to. You can make it. Just do it. Is there another nonprofit you want to support? Uh, like uh, the stone builders are, living stones. Yes. It also helps to know the amount that you'll give, because that's what's important, is to know and also to to follow through with that gift.
1: And the one thing I love, uh, there's a verse that says um, we can't outgive God, but give, press down. Shaken, Sh- shake pressed down, running together, mm-hmm. will men give under your bosom. So when you give, you're actually pushing yourself, giving yourself the opportunity to others, to, for others to bless you. And one of the things I wanted to um, just spend a little bit of time on, um, kind of a warning to the church when we don't do the things that we're supposed to be doing. Uh-oh. Uh, Like ancient Israel, we can easily fall back into our former ways because you know how it is. Sometimes we say, oh, well, next time, next time, next time. The Israelites rejected the law of God and relied on the traditions of Gentile nations. Mm. And he said he wanted us to follow his holy days. Elijah had to take drastic measures to prevent Baal worship from completely eradicating the worship of the true God, and you'll find that in First Kings eighteen twenty through forty. Some of Judah's kings spent years. Tearing down shrines and high places to foreign gods. Second Chronicles thirty four one through seven. And last week, Pastor did mention about um, the reply that he got from his um, Christian fellowship, just talking about if we admire. Uh, basketball players then he shut down the stadiums if we admire actors and actresses he shut down the movie theaters if we don't want to go to church hey now you You can't can't go to church so I think sometimes we 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 are unbelievers in the sense that we think that something's not going to happen because we can do what we want but God says otherwise but also Christ warned the Pharisees For laying aside the commandments of God, which are the holy days and feasts, you hold the traditions of men. Mark 7 8. For example, Christmas and Easter are traditions of men, but they are lies. Hear me, Tallahassee audience. What happens if a person trying to establish a religion mixes falsehood with the truth of God Recall God's wrath when Aaron made a golden calf at the urging of the Israelites in the wilderness. And, and he pro- was the priest. Yes, and proclaimed the feast to the Lord. Exodus <laughs> 32, 1 through 5. So we're talking about the holy days. We're talking about uh, right now the first fruits, what they mean and how important it is for us to observe these first
0: fruits. Well, we're going to take a uh, short break and stay tuned and we will be right back.
2: Ready boys?
3: You got a king?
2: Go fish that! Oh, come on! (laughs) This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
0: Man, what did you get on
2: that math test? Dude, I failed it. I got an F. Bro, it was kind of hard, but I got to be on it. I thought I knew the answers, but I missed some days from school. Were you sick? Nah, just didn't feel like coming. Look, man,
0: every day you miss school, you fall further behind in your classes. You miss information that help you pass quizzes and tests. It's important that you come to school.
2: Don't become a statistic. When you skip school, you miss out on your potential. For more information, contact the Leon County Schools Office of Prevention, Intervention, Equity, and Services at 487-7306.
1: Guess who? It's me, Elder J.C., asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at welivingstones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax-deductible. Welcome back. And we appreciate all of you staying tuned as we share the good news. Good news. And how first fruits can work for you. Pastor left off on item four, give. And I'm going to continue with number five. Repeat. Uh Uh-oh. Repeat. 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 One more time. Repeat. How often do you want to give a first fruit offering? You know, it's like going out on a special occasion Mm -hmm. and you have to get all dressed up and you find that perfect dress and you go to that event. But you might have other occasions that come up. Do you want to wear that same dress? It's the same thing with God. Mm -hmm. Are we providing him? Mm-hmm. A different offering each time. He knows that because believe believe it or not, he owns it all. Yes, he. Is. We're just giving him a portion of it. So this was traditionally an annual practice, but you can give as often as you like or as much. So again, repeat. Making it a part of your routine will help keep it a priority, not something you do spontaneously or sporadically. And even in cases when you feel like you don't have it all, giving something, you'll find that at the end of the year, when you get your tithing record if uh, for churches who provide that or you keep a record of what you're doing, you'll be surprised how much you're giving. Mm-hmm, yes. And however you give, the key thing is that You're giving with an open heart and mind. The process of giving above your normal tithe can help prepare you for God to make a difference in your life. And I know he's made a big difference in mine.
0: Praise God.
1: So the process of giving above your normal tithe can help prepare you for God to make a difference in your life. I just had to repeat that because I know in Mm -hmm. our lives how much difference he's made and how much we've given over the years. Making a first fruit offering demonstrates, uh, again, we said it previously, obedience to God Mm
3: -hmm.
1: rather than your money. Because it's not the money that's evil. It's the love of money
3: it's the
0: root of all evil and now that we are going through the qv19 and we're all under a government mandate to stay home yes uh, only come out for gas food necessities. uh, i mean they're courting off parks uh they're shut down uh, recreation centers and things of that nature and you might have lost your job uh the economy is at a Perilous time right now, and you may be home right now without any any money or how you're going to pay your rent tomorrow, which is due the first of the month. This is a time that you really need to get uh, or you know go into a prayer closet and get back to your roots to be able yes. to lift up and praise the Almighty, repent, confess, yes, and. And move towards him at all time. And this is a time where uh, Haggai really says it. Consider your ways. Mm. This is a time where you must consider your ways. Now, one thing is like being home with your family, with your children. Teach up your child. Interact with them. Because we are at a situation where you have, well, God does not give us a spirit of fear. But a
1: power and love and a
0: sound mind. And soon and very soon this too shall pass Yes in Nehemiah I mean 1331 they were in captivity. Yes. you couldn't be more bleak than being a captive with no control and having a master yeah and then being able to go back and rebuild the wall. And go back to Jerusalem. And he said in, in 1331, And I provided for the wood offerings yes. at appointed times. And for the first fruits, he said, Remember me, O God, for good. Yes. Because right now it might be hard, but when you go back to work, yes. that's the time where you want to really consider being doing your first fruits. Yes. When you get back into working, Schools go back, uh, open back up. Everything starts to normalize itself. That's where first fruits really, God is really going to, uh, pay attention to your prayers. And then all that praying that you asked for, now he will to see if you're going to do it. Cause a lot of folks say, Oh Lord, I'll do this if you bless me over here. And then he bless you over there and then he will not hear from you no more. Praise God though. Praise the Almighty. So let's go back. Let's look at that five. So you can make Passover personal for your household. You got to pray. Yes. Prepare. Of course. Prioritize. Mm -hmm. Give and repeat. Yes. You know, the question you may have is, why should... You give first fruits. Mm. Well, as J.C. talked about earlier, let's go over that story of Cain and Abel. Yes. In the scriptures in Genesis 4, 3 through 5, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And Abel also brought an offering fat portion from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. Mm. So Cain was angry. Cain was mad. Cain was furious and his face was downcast. Mm. Total rejection. He felt rejection. Didn't have to. But whose but, fault was that? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we
1: lend ourselves to believing that it's not our fault when in reality it is. Look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. James 2.26 says, For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead.
2: Mm. Mm,
1: mm, mm. The famous Bible story of Cain and Abel begins when the two brothers make an offering to God. Yeah. That, apparently, their parents taught them yes. that that was part of their uh, allegiance to God. Cain brings some of his crops before the Lord, and Abel brings an offering of slaughtered animals. But, the, of course, there's a distinct difference between these two gifts. Cain brings some fruit and vegetables, probably something he had left over after he fed himself Uh and his family. Because you know how it is when you Mm. get that first crop of peaches or apples, Mm. how good they look. They're unblemished. But then if you leave them hanging around for a few days, they start, you know, looking not as great as they did in the beginning. You're overwrite. Yep. But Abel brought the best of what he had to God, the firstborn of the flock, the healthiest mm-hmm. of his animals. God noticed this difference in these sacrifices, and he had a clear preference between the two. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, even though we honor God in spirit and truth, I don't think any of us would have want anything different. Really? We would want the best. Um, this discard, uh, this disregarding what famously happens in the rest of the story, the sacrifices of Cain and Abel teaches us a valuable lesson. Giving our first fruits
0: means giving our best to God. You know, that should happen through your work. Yes. Through your play. Yes. Through your study. Yes. Through school. You be the best that you can be because your best honors the Almighty. Yes, it does. It means
1: sacrificing something that costs us little, all Cain had to do was to bring his first fruit crops to God, then none of that would have happened. It does mean putting God first, even before ourselves or our family. And one of the warnings of Paul to Timothy during this time also, because remember we were talking about warnings to the church, Paul warns Timothy, a leader of second generation Christians, hold fast a pattern of sound words, which you have heard from me in love, hmm. in faith, and love, which are in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Second Timothy 1, 13 through 14. It is the responsibility of God's church to be extremely careful not to drift away from the truth. Yes. And which we have. Ancient Israel did not hold fast to the truth God had given her. And of course, when we look at the book of Amos, when he came on the scene, the people exhibited glaring proof that they were far removed from the way of life that had been revealed to their fathers. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering how far are we now? in this present time that far, far, far away that COVID-19 uh, <laughs> is on the scene uh, because sometimes really, to be honestly truthful, sometimes we see things and we believe that it's so far away that nothing's ever going to happen. And now mm. with this COVID-19 uh, you know that Something was on the horizon, and you know that something is going to be affected. Uh, This whole world's
0: affected. Yes, it is.
1: So God has everything in his hand.
0: And it's not just like it was yesterday. This COVID-19, Bill Gates did a... Uh, what is it called? What are they called? Oh, uh, TED talk. A TED talk back in 2015 that he did a PowerPoint presentation on this COVID-19. So this is not something as a matter of fact, it goes back to 1985 when they first uh, had been yeah. written about yes, uh, it this COVID-19. Yep. Now it, it morphs into different things. Uh, but whatever is going on right now, it got out, it's in the people, and went from China, and now it's all throughout the world. Yes. So, you know what? He's we're in control. Our first fruits. <laughs> yeah, first fruit. So, making a first fruit offering, we're going to go on a lot of rabbit trails because it's all right cause this it's, virus. We've got yes. everybody running around crazy. Or, or not running around. You should not be running around. <laughs> you should be at home. <laughs> making a first fruit offering opens us up to allow the Almighty to work in our life. Yes. When we approach Elohim with open hands rather than clenched fists, it makes it easier for him to give us more to work with. Giving of our first fruits remind us that God is our ultimate priority. Yes he is. It shows that Jehovah, that we are obedient to him And we can be trusted with more. Yes. Perhaps most importantly, being generous in this way shows that we are grateful for all God has given to us. 1 Timothy says it best in 2.4, Who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth? He does.
1: Mm. We talked about first fruits, but Pastor, I think we can focus now on Pentecost. Uh And I believe we know that Pentecost was Acts 2, 1 through 4. Uh, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting Mm. then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire and one sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the holy spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance so pentecost comes from a, a jewish harvest festival called shabbat Shabbat commemorates the revelation of the Ten Commandments given to Moses by the Almighty on Mount Sinai to the Israelites. Pentecost occurs on the 50th day after Yeshua's resurrection. So here we are celebrating Pentecost, getting ready to celebrate Pentecost. The scripture says um, that what I read earlier, that when all the apostles were on one accord, the Holy Spirit descended upon them, and they were able to speak in foreign tongues mm-hmm. and
0: spread the good news. As uh, Elder J.C. said, the disciples were gathered, yes. and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Mm-hmm. You know, some Bible scholars have interpreted Acts 2, 1-13 through 13, as a reference to the multitude of languages spoken by the disciples. Yes. Because they were all from different places. Yes, they were. And they all were well-traveled. While others have taken a reference to tongues to signify a speech. You know, <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> In the Christian tradition... Uh, this event represents fulfillment of the promise that Christ will baptize his followers with the Holy Spirit. Yes, and,
1: and Pentecost, and when we're talking about speaking in foreign tongues, I know that that probably would be a great topic as well, about the whole the utterance of tongues.
0: Yes, it will. We are going to take a break, and we will be right back. I am To The Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1.
3: Carter's Corner provides expert athletic consulting to agencies, sports programs, and families. Services include fundraising, community events, football camps, career planning, and vending. Carter's Corner offers quality coaching to athletes and highlights their actions on the field and classrooms to college recruiters. Call Sam Carter, 850-510-6702 or email Corner at me.com. Carter's Corner is also a 501 501- C3 Nonprofit. My name is Rodney Vickers, and I
2: suffered from excruciating pain and discomfort in both legs, and I was told there was nothing that I could do. After consulting with Dr. Powell at the Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I began a nerve restoration program, and today I am able to walk and run without any pain, and I am in better shape than I've been in years. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for a better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com.
0: Welcome back. We're here in the house. Yes. Uh, Elder JC and myself, Pastor Gary, we are so thankful to be able to share insights on First Fruit and Pentecost. Yes. But we need your First Fruit support to keep the Stone Builders Hour on the air. Please consider becoming a Stone Builder partner, especially now during this government shutdown, loss of employment, being shut in, by making a sacrificial gift via our cash app, which is dollar sign L Stones fifty one. Yes, or online at WeLivingStones.org. dot mm-hmm. org. As JC mentioned earlier, Luke six thirty eight: As I give, mm-hmm. it is given unto me. Good measure, measure. pressed Up down, down. shaking together, yes. and running over. Yes. We know this is our... Hey, we're struggling. You're struggling. Everyone, uh, millionaires all the way down to the people who are homeless, uh, we are all experiencing trauma. But you know what? We still make sacrificial gifts even to this date ourselves. Yes. So we just want to say thank you for what God places on your heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, so we're talking about Pentecost. Yes, and Peter's did a Pentecost sermon in Acts two fourteen through thirty six that stressed the resurrection mm-hmm. and the exaltation. Mm-hmm. In his sermon, Peter quoted Joel two twenty eight uh, and thirty two. So. Let's go over. Let me just let's, let me just read Joel uh 2:28:32. And it says, this is the promise. Now this is like in past. Yes, it is. <laughs> this is in the past. And uh, and it's the promise outpouring of the Holy Spirit in the past that Peter was preaching on. Mm. And he says, And Joel said, and it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Yes. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. All right. I guess I'm old I've been dreaming a lot lately. (laughs) I'm old. Uh Uh-oh. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids. In those days will I pour out my spirit. It's going on everyone. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire Mm. and pillars of smoke. Mm. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, in the remnant who the Lord shall call. Mm. That's Jesus Christ. Yes, it is a remnant. Praise God. So this indicates so, and also you can go back and read Psalm 16 to indicate that the first Pentecost marks the start of the Messianic Age in. The Abrahamic religions, the Messianic age is the future period of time on earth in which the Messiah will reign and bring universal peace and brotherhood without any evil. Mm, Looking forward to it. Many believe that there will be such an age, some refer to it as the consummate kingdom of God or the world to come.
1: Well, some of us do believe that when Christ was uh, crucified and hanging on that cross, that he just didn't see the people in his immediate future. There was a lot of activities and things that happened. People came alive fr- from grace. That's right. Uh, they went back to their families. But I do believe that when he was up on that cross, that he saw into the future. So when you say messianic age, we are living in that age it's not yes it happened he was uh crucified but he also was buried and resurrected so that now we are living in that future so one of the great verses i love is matthew 24 so if you go back and read that you'll see that the things that are occurring right now in this today or things that were already predicted. Praise God. So during the Pentecost, about 120 followers of Christ were present, including the 12 apostles along with Matthias, who was Judas' a replacement. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. find that in Acts 1, 14 and 26. Jesus, Mother Mary. She was there too. Mm-hmm, other female disciples. Oh, like the other
0: Mary. Yes, the other Mary. Martha? She, yes. Were they there? Were they probably. No. Oh, they was with Mary. They was probably with their brother because oh, he raised because him up they, they, from the dead, dead but uh, there right were, before them. Yeah,
1: but there were other female disciples and apparently they, they went nameless. Mm-hmm. And his brothers, and that was in Acts one fourteen. While those on whom the Spirit had descended were speaking in many languages, mm-hmm. Peter stood up and proclaimed to the crowd that this event was the fulfillment of the prophecy. Wow. In Acts two seventeen, it reads, And in the last days, God says, I will pour up my spirit upon every sort of flesh, And your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. (laughs) He also mentions he also mentions that it was the third hour of the day about 9 a.m. That was in the morning. Mm -hmm. So Acts 241 reports, then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day, there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Wow. Could you imagine being in the midst of all that and seeing it and hearing it? Because I'm sure people were saying, wait a minute, I understand them. They're speaking my language. Yeah. And then somebody else is like, no, they're speaking my language. No, they're speaking my language. So as in anything, we need to look at the whole possibility of why this is happening and why this is even happening today, that we need to uh, get back to God. And I know that some of us are very cynical. Some of us don't believe it anymore. Some of us think that God is old fashioned, but I'm a believer who knows that he is real. He is honest and true, and he is looking for us Not to take what Satan is throwing at us as counterfeit. Because remember, he's a deceiver. Yes, he is. He is an imposter. He is the one that's not real. And so he wants to displace
0: the truth of
1: God with lies. And so we need to be prepared for that.
0: You know, it's like when you talk about the fire uh, lit upon each person that right. was in that upper room. So you talk about fire is all up in my bones. Yes. Fire. kind of time. I think Jeremiah dun, dun, talked dun, about that. Oh fire. Okay. Yeah. Just like, boy, you know what? That's a lot of heat going on. Yes it is. And everybody said, what the heck? <laughs> so from Pentecost, the gifts of the Holy Spirit originated. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are so, they're like a unique skill and ability given by the Holy Spirit to faithful followers of Christ to serve God for the common benefit of His people Mm -hmm. and the church. In John 14, 26, He says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. Talk about triggering your your mind. Well, but not only
1: for them, but he says, you who see me believe. Mm. He says, but there are going to be those who come after you. Who are going to also believe, and they have not seen me? Uh, one of the things I'm going to go on a rabbit trail. One of the things when you talk about the fire and the gifts of the of the Holy Spirit, um, remember I was having issues with my sciatic uh, sciatic nerve, right? And right. we were in a church service, and we had a, a pastor who came up from Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember his name. Just recall, but anyway, oh, okay. he had stated that. Uh, Bishop Isaiah Williams, Williams. Uh, he said there People's were three people. Jesus People's Church. Ministry. Mm-hmm. And he said that there were three people in the audience, in, in the congregation, that was having issues uh, with their uh, bodies, um, either pain or whatever. He didn't even have to say anything. I jumped right up because <laughs> I was one sure of them. I was I was in an accident, and over the years, the stiffening was getting worse and worse. So when he began to pray, I know what those apostles felt, because all I know is that the I felt something come on my head, go down my spine, hmm. down my, all the way down to the area I was having on my left side. And when it got to the pain, it was on fire. Wow. And it was so intense, but not heated up that I felt like I was burning up. But I could feel the searing, and then it went down my leg, out mm, my foot, mm, mm. and was gone. And I was healed. So that's and real. That was
0: amazing. Yes, too. it was. That that okay, she was, was in a horrible car accident. Yes. It was amazing just to see how she survived. Because when I went back to see the car that was God because yeah. there was no way that she without some divine intervention she, she would have on me praise God Yeah. so the gifts of the holy spirit are
1: unique and i'm saying they're real yes. they're unique skills and abilities given by the holy spirit to faithful followers of yeshua to serve God for the common benefit of his people the church Spiritual gifts are listed in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10. Wisdom, Wisdom. knowledge, Mm. faith, healing. That's what I got. That's a gift, yeah. Miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, speaking in tongues and interpretation of tongues. And, you know, I I had a friend of mine who said that uh, one of the gifts she had was discerning of spirits. Mm. And she said that if we are close to God, we should be able to tell whether it's of man, whether it's mm-hmm. of God, or whether it's of Satan. So, comparable gifts are in Ephesians 4 7 through 13, Isaiah 11 2 through 3, and Romans 12 3 through 8. The gifts of the Spirit are simply God empowering faithful Christians to do what He has called us to do, just like His Son, yes, Christ. Lord. 2 Peter 1.3 says his divine power has given us everything we everything. need, everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. And remember, 1 Peter uh uh, 2, 4 through 9 talks about he called us out of darkness mm-hmm. into his marvelous light. So that's the gifts that we give. So the gifts of the Holy Spirit are part of everything we need to accomplish his plans for our lives. Yes. His plans for our lives. Some Many times we make plans, and I was always taught, man makes plans, but it's God's plans that will prevail. So just remember that. And the
0: prayers and supplications mm-hmm. do work, because that's just amazing how, you know, you say healing, how you receive the healing. Right. But how God uses... Men and women to heal other people. Yes, he does. And also miracles. yeah we just experienced a miracle just recently with our our son, his wife, and our two grandkids uh, who live down in Orlando area, where they were rear-ended. Yeah, and it it was a it was a tough accident and uh they were all gone to the hospital but praise god it's a miracle that they're able to say that we we survived it yeah that's that that's a blessing and also discerning the spirit you know how that is Discerning the spirit you know some things just don't seem right yes you know and 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 sometimes you gotta listen to your inner voice that that and that's why you know talking to a lot of inmates who have been arrested they're in jail you know that you was doing wrong. wrong yep you knew the turn right, but you turned left. And so, but you have to be able to discern uh, that spirit and go on the right path because we all have uh, a choice. So, to receive the gift of the spirit, uh, Peter says in Acts 2.38, repent, here it is again, mm-hmm. and be baptized by water. Yep every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is unto you, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did Peter testify and exhort, saying, save yourselves from this untoward generation. And then they gladly received his word and they were baptized. And that same day, as JC said earlier, there were 3000 souls added. Praise God. And I think it's so important to just
1: remember, it's not our nature. It's God's nature. And so we have to make sure that we don't displace God's truth with lies from Satan.
0: Yes, because he is a true deceiver. Boy, Pentecost, first fruits. Hey, let me. I need to soak all that up. Let's take a little short break. It's who I got. Everywhere to worship. With one
2: accord.
3: Everyone wants a comfortable, quality, affordable home they can own and be proud of. Affordable home ownership is now reality in Recolored Gardens in Crockerville, just 25 minutes from downtown Tallahassee or the beach. The developer with 40 years of experience builds each new home with modern kitchens, with two, three or four bedrooms, and with many options such as screened-in porches, large garden bathtubs, and built-in electric generator plug-in outlets to help you make it through the next storm. Down payment and closing assistance from multiple government programs, credit repair, and mortgage loans are available. Call or text Lamar, 850-727-3532 for an appointment to see your Next home. That's 850 727 3532 or visit McCullough Garden Properties LLC.com. That's McCullough Garden Properties LLC.com.
1: Guess who? It's me, Elder J.C., asking your support for Livingstones Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at welivingstones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax-deductible.
2: My name is Rodney Vickers, and I suffered from excruciating pain and discomfort in both legs, and I was told there was nothing that I could do. After consulting with Dr. Powell at the Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I began a nerve restoration program, and today I am able to walk and run without any pain, and I am in better shape than I've been in years. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for a better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com the
1: stone builders hour is back yes, are. we are on this radio station but you may also listen on itunes google, google music that's sort to say <laughs> together google. tune in soundcloud and spotify and i trust you enjoyed uh, this passover and first fruits because it's important for us to continue to keep the commandments of god and his holy days
0: and stay tuned for next week. Uh, we're going to cover uh, additional days of, uh, of uh, the Passover and, and the seven holy days. We only covered four, so we got yep, three more to go. To go. Okay. And also join Dr. Elton Powell uh, and become a stone builder. Uh, he's the doctor at Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. You can visit his website at dynamicspineandwellness.com or call him at 850-402-9061. So if you got some diabetes, you want to lose some weight, hey, you want to build up that immune system, especially with this virus going around. We need to get, get healthy and get our minds on the same accord so that we can withstand any peril that comes against us. Father, we just want to thank you for being our El Shaddai. You are the goddess, all-sufficient source of all our blessings. You are the goddess, all-powerful. Our problems are not too big for you to handle. We bring it to you, Father in Heaven, because you are um, um, the master of this universe. You are the majestic Lord, and you are our God in total authority, and we bow down in all of you. Bless the families out there. Bless our listening audience Lord, and we ask that you just bless the people who are uh, in our government, both on the federal, uh, the state, and the local level, not just both, but all levels of government, our school districts so that no weapon formed against them can prosper during this time of need. So we just want to say thank you for Thank it. you, Lord. Until next week. Yes. We're good. out. See ya. don't
2: have to And don't you be afraid And don't you be afraid Joy cometh in the morning Joy comes in the morning Troubles, they don't last away Troubles, they don't
0: last away
2: uh, for there's a friend a in Jesus Who will wipe your tears
3: away
2: And if your heart is broken your heart Just lift those hands and sing Just
0: lift your hands Come on sing it with me I know
2: I can Oh my I Bless your name